I'm Morgan. And I'm Trisha. And we are first time new moms. Join us on this crazy, beautiful ride of momhood where we mom cast each week, breaking the stereotypes of momhood and supporting each other on the good, bad, and often comical parts of being a mom. This is Mom Jeans and Minivans for the perfectly imperfect mom. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello. Another night, another night on the mic. Yay. And tonight we have my sister here as a guest. Yes, your sister Casey. Yeah. So welcome, Casey. Hello. Thank you. (laughs) Casey's a brand new mama and she has taken her precious time to talk with us tonight. Seriously, precious time. (laughs) Like newborn stage. Oh my goodness. Everything is he sleeping is at the moment? No, no sleep. He, no sleep. Oh, so he's awake right there next to you. Um, Actually, I have some help tonight. So. Oh, look out. <laughs> that's, that's the beauty of having parents that live 10 minutes away. Yes. Seriously. Yes. And you guys have all been quarantined together. So yes. you can have them. So it works out perfect. Oh, yeah. So nice. Um, Casey, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, I am Trisha's older sister, and I am a single mother by choice, and I did just have this beautiful baby boy about four weeks ago. Um, Oh my goodness. It still feels like yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It'll still feel that way 18 months later. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I'm an optometrist, um, and so I can support myself when I made this decision, but I am in my 40s, and young 40s, but 40s. And <laughs> we need and to clarify. She yes. looks like she's in high school, so I know She's, she's like maybe 20s, probably still getting started. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. Um, right. <laughs> and I did, I was, I was married. I went through a traumatic divorce and I just never met the right person and I was getting older and I've wanted to be a mom my, my whole life. This was my dream is to have a family, have kids. So I decided to do this on my own and I used a sperm donor and here I am with my beautiful baby. And when people say that when your baby comes and you feel love that you've never felt in your life, it is so true. It's a, amazing. <laughs> I, it's the, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, it feels like your heart just like totally expands into a size that you it never was. It's yes. Incredible. And I'm not really um, a very emotional, like mushy, gushy kind of person, but... <laughs> I will tell you, like, now you are. I just looked into <laughs> his eyes the other day and I was just crying, like, thanking Aww. God for this beautiful, like, miracle. miracle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is a miracle, too. And his name well, is. Well, do you want to share his name? <laughs> yes. His name is Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ah, I almost blew it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, this is so perfect 
to have you, Casey, because tonight we want to hopefully offer a little insight, a little comfort to all the mamas that are expecting about to give birth. It's such a different time right now to be in the hospital with COVID going on. And since, like you said, Casey, you are a new mama, you are four weeks in. And so you can give us a little perspective and maybe some tips and thoughts on what it was like for you. Yes, it was definitely a different time and it was a little scary. You know, no one wants to go to a hospital while COVID-19 is going on and, you know, you're scared to breathe. You don't want to touch anything. Um, (laughs) And a lot of things. And let me just throw in a little side note that Casey's totally a germaphobe. Yes. (laughs) So So that's an added layer. Yes. Yes. I'm already a germaphobe. I already don't touch elevator (laughs) buttons. I I already use hand sanitizer. (laughs) Like, you know, it's it's funny. um, Oh, gosh. This must be a whole new level for you. Oh, I was ready for this. I was born ready for this. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Now, before you even got to the hospital, before we jump to that part, were you cutting back on your appointments? Did the doctors just say, hey, you're healthy? I know you had some risk factors, but I've heard that be a suggestion to some mamas to be that they reduce the monthly, weekly visits. They didn't change the visits beforehand. The only thing that they changed, so I gave birth on on March 24th. So during my weekly appointments that I should have had in March, I still had those with the OB. Um, I was seeing a perinatologist. Now they did at one point say no visitors, zero. You can't, I mean, if you have a spouse, your spouse couldn't come. My, my mom usually would come, um, or my parents actually, I let them come to see the ultrasounds because they were just amazed by it and it was fun to share it. And they said no one could come, but I was able to put them on FaceTime. So that was, that was neat. But, um, After the fact, they have done more telemedicine type visits with the OB. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting how things have changed. Didn't you have some some like that with with Hudson right after he was born, like for his checkups? Um, No, I went to the pediatrician, but the same thing. You can only bring one person with you. So as he's having a meltdown... And it's the first time I've been out in public because I can't go anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. And he's screaming and I have no help and... (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Everything is just a whole new level for expectant moms. Yes. Yeah. So crazy. And I have to bring him um, tomorrow. I'm getting a vaccine and I'm going to be all by myself. I'm probably going to be crying more than he is. <laughs> yeah. My my first vaccination with Charlie, I made Phil Holder and I was tearing up. <laughs> she was fine. I was not. <laughs> okay, see, I, went, I was alone with Remy for her first vaccines too. So you can do it. Yeah. I have no choice. I know. You, and exactly. You, have, you choice. have no choice. And like I said, it was worse on me than Charlie. So that's what I was he gonna will say. be fine. When Morgan and I spoke about it. I feel like we we said the same thing. It was we realized at the end we were more worked up about it for ourselves, not necessarily like they're pretty much it's such a, a little momentary reaction and then it's over. Right. Yeah. That's what the doctor's <laughs> office said. They said the mommies cry more than the babies. The baby will be. Fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's true. It's so true. And I thought I was going to cry a lot more than I did, but like Remy was such a trooper that she made it easy for me. So thank you, Remy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she is she's a now, tough did one did you take did you have any precautions that the doctor suggested before going into labor were you told anything from your doctors was there anything that was spoken about before your hospital stay let's see beforehand i don't think they really gave me any restrictions um but it was already so new <laughs> It was already getting to a point where people were still working. Let's put it that way. So like two weeks up, un- yeah. up until I gave birth, people were still working. People were doing stuff. I had actually decided to take two weeks off of work prior to my birth so that I had time to settle in and mm-hmm. organize because everything that I do is always about work. And now that's going to change. And so I wanted at least a couple weeks to prepare myself. And so I was already kind of quarantining myself in a way. So once all of this started happening, I just didn't, I didn't visit too much with people. Mm -hmm. Um, But the doctors didn't give me any restrictions. Now, yes, I had definitely have been given restrictions, obviously, as everybody has. But I'm sure if someone's giving birth now, it would be definitely advisable to stay away from everyone except for just the people that you've been quarantined with, because God forbid, you don't want to pick anything up before you go to a hospital. So no, Casey, exactly. I think, got lucky that she got in right in that pot, that window at the beginning when you could still have somebody in there with you because I think it was right around the time that Casey was going into the hospital to give birth, like right around that time, if not like a couple days later. Uh, I know near us in New York, New Jersey, uh, where it is, I think, a little bit worse than in Florida, they were, aren't allowing anybody to go in with pregnant women. Yes, that is like, Now, yes. when you say go in, Trisha, you mean into the hospital? Yes. 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 So, so like, New York, yeah. you couldn't even – your spouse couldn't be there. You couldn't have anybody with you. So when I had gone on my hospital tour originally – and, yeah, this is in, in Florida. Wh- when I went on my hospital tour, they said, you can have as many people in that birthing suite in your room as, as you want. There's not really a limit. I mean, to an extent. But, I mean, you could have 10 people in there <laughs> if you wanted to. The room was huge. Yeah. <laughs> So So I found out that I was so crazy how it changes. Yeah, I found out I was getting induced a week early. So my sisters were all excited, like we can fly to Mm -hmm. Florida, we can be there because I'm totally open with having them in there, my family in there, close friends, close, they have to be really close to be in the room. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's a pretty personal moment happening. Um, So I know that. Yeah, right. So I know that your sisters were trying to come down and be there for you how was that mentally because like you said you still were allowed someone to come into the hospital with you but not having Trisha Jess there like mentally well how were you with originally that? I kind of figured that there wasn't going to be an opportunity for them to come because you know you don't know when you're going to go into labor and to try and plan that when they mm-hmm. already have kids to just come here moments I it doesn't usually happen so I didn't think they'd make it so I didn't get my hopes up and then when they said I was getting induced and we all got really excited that we'd all be able to be together and then they started talking about not being able to fly or cautioning against flying and you know Mm -hmm. for them to come and risk their kids potentially getting something or bringing something here when I'm about to go into the hospital it was like well well, let's just wait and see what happens and then as we got closer they just weren't allowing people to fly I mean or it just wasn't recommended especially after the uh the d-bag can i say that on here um yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
the D-bag who got on the plane from <laughs> Westchester to West Palm Beach, who found out on the plane that he was diagnosed with COVID. Um, yeah. That that's happened. Was this the, the JetBlue flight? flight? What'd you say? Was this the JetBlue flight? Yes. And we always fly JetBlue from Westchester to West Palm or Westchester to Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that just kind of ruined it. <laughs> because yeah. you have to think that Not worth the risk. you have these inconsiderate yeah. people. You know, you might be taking yep. the precautions, but you have inconsiderate people that only you care don't know about themselves. Other people are doing. They don't care about anybody else around them that are, that are risking things. Mm-hmm. And... You could, so, so were you did, do you have time to adjust that you wouldn't have the full family support that you had anticipated? Um, yes. Well, so it worked out. So I was able to have one guest. So my mom was there with me and then we they did let us FaceTime. So we were able to do a group FaceTime and my sisters were on there. My dad was on there, but we I made sure probably a hundred times that there was no way he could see my vagina. <laughs> Can I look? Can I look now? <laughs> I mean, I was a little hesitant, but he was just so excited about the whole process and seeing me go through this and knowing that this was my dream yeah. that I just couldn't leave him out. <laughs> That's yeah, so he was cute. definitely honored to be involved. Yeah, you know, because it's usually just the girls, and right. mm-hmm. obviously he grew up in a household full of females. Like so. he rolls with a girl tribe. Yes, yep. <laughs> oh, he's used to everything. And now the only thing that that was kind of a little disappointing, and I say a little, and I'll tell you why. But my one of my good friends is a photographer, and she wanted to do a birth mm. f- photography session and do it to mm-hmm. see how it would come out and see if she wanted to, to offer that to other people. And so we were kind of excited about being able to do that. So you have somebody taking photographs of the baby coming out and stuff like that and not having to worry about someone taking pictures. Well, I don't I think I ever want to remember that birth in any way, shape, or form. So <laughs> I am glad. It worked out. <laughs> that didn't work out because... <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's too funny. (laughs) You know, you have, you have, well, mine was a little traumatic. I mean, I was going through a natural birth and after pushing for over an hour and a half, it turned into a C-section. So, yes, and that was, I, I did have a painful one. Apparently they're not supposed to hurt, but I didn't know that. And so even though I told the anesthesiologist, I didn't get the extra. (laughs) And, and then, you know, and then even after, so like you can't have visitors at the hospital. And I know I've seen pictures of friends where like, they just have all their family and friends coming to visit and you can't have anybody coming to visit. They can't see you. They can't see the baby. My baby was in the NICU for a few days, but after having a C-section, I mean, you really don't want visitors. You can't get out of bed. You can't move. You're in so much pain. And the nurses just constantly are coming in, undressing you, cleaning you, spraying you with saline. (laughs) changing pads putting ice packs in your vagina like you just you have no privacy whatsoever the last thing you want are visitors no it's true because it was the reverse I had the conversation with my husband I was beforehand so I knew I had a scheduled c-section but I I wanted to control how many people came and when not that I didn't want to see people family too right yes yeah. Yes, yes. He's one of 19 kids. Wow. So, yeah. And I was just like, okay, for that reason, you want family time. Then, like you said, you have the whole recovery. You're trying to breastfeed. So yeah, it's it's a lot. So I guess you didn't have to worry about that. 
Right. (laughs) I know, because especially as a germaphobe, I'm like, oh, you know, babies, they're really susceptible. We can't have anybody in here with germs. So if anybody has... This might be the... (laughs) So I was already thinking about that. I was going to say, this might be the best thing for you, because now you don't have to worry about people not washing their hands and visiting Hudson. You're like, "Mm, I don't even have to be that mom. Right. No one can see him. Like someone that's starting to get sick that doesn't know it, and you don't find out till the next day or two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was paranoid about all that. So there, there's always a silver lining to things. There is, there is a positive (laughs) to this, you know, COVID-19 giving birth. I mean, and as much as people want to visit, and I'd love to have people visiting, trying to get into your groove with a newborn, and uh-huh. it's it's actually been really nice to be quarantined. I have all this, you know, one-on-one time with my baby. My parents get to have all this. So, like, we've just had a lot of special time together. And yeah. That's such a positive way to look at it. I love that. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, you know, you have to look at the positives that come out of things, and this is definitely, sure. that that's definitely a good thing, is having that. So now getting back to the hospital. Yes. So I know that it was still pretty early on and we still don't know a lot about COVID and the precautions and the effects, mom, the baby, all that. But did they have any questions for you before entering the hospital or for your mom? Because I know actually a past guest that we had, Alicia, was on here and she was pregnant and she actually gave birth today. <gasps> she did. Ooh. Oh, that's so she exciting. Did. She had a little boy. Yay. Yes. And she went into labor and then ended up with a C-section. So it was a um, it was the same similar thing yeah yes Mm -hmm. so right now for the hospitals here in jersey that you can have one person come with you Mm -hmm. but they cannot leave the hospital and they had to do a coronavirus question answer some questions before they both went in and everyone has to wear a mask including dad the whole time and they took both their temperatures so did they do any of that when you went in they did. Um, they asked, they just asked some brief questions about if you've been around anybody that's been sick or has it. Um, they did take our temperature mm-hmm. and well, they took her temperature going in. I mean, I get all the tests when you're up there, but they did. They te- checked the temperature. So originally uh, my mom was allowed to leave to go have oh, lunch was. with okay. my dad and come back, but they did stop that. So that was allowed then, but it's, it's mm-hmm. not now. Um, everybody okay. was being really careful. They did make my mom wear a mask the whole time. But they were yeah, not. I was going to say they made her wear a mask the whole time, too. But wasn't that also because of just like her? She's. Well, so yes, she? she is in remission from leukemia. And because she had just stopped her medication to, to see if she would stay in remission, she is more susceptible to certain things. So they did make mm-hmm. her wear a mask and they asked anybody that came in the room to also wear a mask to more so to protect her just in case. So she did. She wore a mask everywhere we went and was extra She's still careful. in remission. <laughs> and she's still in remission. She had her first Thank test God. today and she's still in remission. Everything's good. Yeah, we just found out today. So oh, good, good. So that's, um, but they were not requiring people to wear masks. Sounds like it's a standard now, or, or maybe it's just the hospital yes. here. Well, and they did make a comment when we were there too, because originally I had some inside information that there was no one at the hospital that was diagnosed with COVID yet. But when I was in the hospital, they said, do not leave the maternity area. Do not go to the regular hospital, which I had already told my mom she mm-hmm. wasn't allowed to. <laughs> 
you're not allowed to go yeah. anywhere in the regular hospital because you just don't know. Um, and no, they, you don't. they were really adamant about protecting her and not eating any hospital food and not just being extra cautious. Well, why no hospital food? Well, more so like the hospital cafeteria because all of the guests like visiting going the down people there. in the hospitals, if there was anybody actually allowed to, they were in that section. This The hospital I was at had a totally separate maternity section, a different entrance and everything. It was totally separate. None of the nurses kind of cross with the rest of the hospital. They stay in their section. So That's nice. And then the actual hospital food that they bring you into your room, because I did ask about that, they said they were being extra, extra cautious, especially for every Everybody in the maternity ward because they can't transfer any of that but it did make me a little leery to want to even touch the tray <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's just all these unknowns but so it wasn't that she couldn't eat the food it was to not physically go down to the cafeteria right yes yeah okay it was to not go anywhere now, in the hospital did you have a private room i know some hospitals that's just a given not all hospitals are so did you have to share a room with anyone was that a factor no i did have a private room Okay. There's so the delivery room itself is huge. I mean, you could put a whole like king blow up mattress in there, but they, <laughs> you're in that, and after you after you deliver, they move you to another room. They were trying to keep me in that room because those rooms also have private bathrooms, especially with my mom's mm-hmm. situation. But they weren't able to because they were so busy. So they moved us into their recovery rooms, and the recovery rooms you do have a bathroom that you share with uh, one other room, but it's only for the moms so um any guests that are with you have to use a publicly shared bathroom which wasn't ideal for my for my mom but it's okay it it worked out it was fine she was careful she wore her mask her gloves she didn't touch anything so and she's doing fine so thank goodness (laughs) she's yep she's doing great did they have any talks with you Casey about being separated from Hudson when he was born I've heard stories and I think it's more for the moms who test positive with COVID but I know that that has been a thing where some moms have been separated right once when the baby comes so you don't get that skin skin well they were not doing that at that time um I was separated from him because after my C-section, when they brought Mm -hmm. him over to check him, um, his breathing slowed down. It it almost stopped. He turned a little blue. And so they had to bring the neonatologist back in and the nurse. And um, so I didn't get that skin to skin right away. They did let me see him before they brought him to the NICU. Um, and because he was in the NICU for th- for three days, I I wasn't with him the whole time. I mean, honestly, it's like you go through this whole process and this torture of birth, and then you don't even feel like you have a baby because yeah. he's not in the room with you. And I can't get out of bed for the first eight hours, so I can't even go see well, that him. That must have been excruciating. Um, I asked my mom. I said, can I you- can't imagine. Oh, yeah. I'm That's like – horrible. Mom, can you please go to the NICU and check on him? Videotape. And- <laughs> I don't I, – like – yeah, I'm like, do I really have a right? baby? <laughs> well, did you guys hear about a woman who uh, gave birth to a baby recently? And I don't remember how far along. I want to say she was 34, 36 weeks. But yeah, that, was in the that coma? she got her breathing got so bad that they yeah. had induced the coma and she woke up and she had a baby and didn't know. I was yes. like, that is crazy. I asked if they could no, do you did that, that to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. But I'm like, can't you just knock me out and then wake me up? I couldn't here? imagine not remembering 
any of the process. You're just, you're pregnant and then you're not. That's so crazy. That's crazy. Did they try rushing you out of the hospital or did you get the normal, I think C-sections are four days, I believe? Yeah, it was either three or four days. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember. Let's see. I was induced on Monday night. (laughs) I had him Tuesday night and then I was there until Friday afternoon. Okay, so they weren't rushing you out for Uh, space for other expectant moms. They initially they were trying to get everyone out as soon as possible. But because Hudson was in the NICU and because I had gone through a C-section, it was kind of questionable if I needed Mm -hmm. to stay that on um, the one the last night. And I I asked if I could because I didn't want to leave my baby in the NICU, go out into the real world where there is COVID and then have to come back in. So they um, not just that, but I mean, that C-section was painful, I got to say. So I was still in a lot of pain and I, I mean, I couldn't even stand up straight yet. So with all with all the reasons there they they were okay with me staying another day but if I had had a regular labor they would have made me go home and I would have had to come back and just see him it's funny how things kind of in an odd way worked out for you yeah they'll be in the same roof as him because I just feel like that would be even worse right. that you had to leave. Well, and you think about it, too. Like, you're saying that you you can't get up for eight hours. He's in the NICU. And, you know, there's now there's with expectant moms, they can't have anybody in the hospital. So can you imagine you have nobody to check on your baby except asking nurses? Like, that that would be so difficult. Yes. I, I, I actually said that to mom. I said, I can't even – because. When I was in the hospital, New York was already not letting a guest I know. with them. And I no. said, I can't imagine that. I'm like, yeah. especially as a spouse to not be there for your own child, but to not have somebody with you after a C-section, I mean, I couldn't even get out of bed. I mean, that I needed help just getting up. They don't let you stand yeah. by yourself initially. You can't walk. So you, like I had to, she had a, and yeah, and they can't yes, if yes. he's in the NICU because he's mm-hmm. all tied up to stuff and um so my my mom would wheel me in the wheelchair to go see him I'd have to ask a nurse to do that every time and you know they can't just wait on you hand and foot when they have their own I'd be really curious what it's like state to state yeah I had heard it right when Casey was going into the hospital and I was like oh my gosh like is mom able to go and you were like yes and I'm like thank goodness because yeah I know some I have I have that group text with a bunch of like there's 12 of us moms and some of them are pregnant some of their friends are pregnant and they were all saying like we can't have somebody in there with us. That's crazy. That is so crazy. Like, oh, God, that's horrible. Yes. Yeah. Now, Casey, you were saying, too, so speaking of having a friend there to do, you know, the, the labor pictures, you just recently are having issues, too, because you wanted to have newborn pictures taken, right? Yes. And I will tell you the dilemma of trying to make the decision about do we take pictures and she wears a mask and she doesn't touch him and I try to put him in poses or do we just not do it? Because is it worth taking that chance? And she has kids and you never know. I mean, they. she's like, you know, we've been quarantined. We haven't been around anybody yet. One of her kids ended up with Rosiola. How do you get that if you're quarantined? So I, I got a little nervous with that. So I was like, yeah, yeah I think I'm going to wait. So, you know, they, the, they like to do the photographs early on because the babies are so tired. You can... They're, they're, you can just put them in whatever position and they stay sleeping. And the older they get, the older they get, meaning like a week or two goes by and they become a little bit more alert and they have to really be knocked out for you to do these poses. So she's like, if you keep waiting, you're really, it's going to be really difficult. And I tried my own Easter pictures. 
I think they came they out pretty so cute. cute. <laughs> they were so cute. Of him. He's he sleeps adorable. in the funniest poses. He, ha- oh, he sleeps yes. in like frog poses, whether he's like a tree frog on your side yes. or just like a tree frog, like or just like a frog on its back with its legs like splayed open. So, cute, so cute, really. <laughs> Is there any <laughs> suggestions or tips or anything for moms that are about to give birth that you would tell them? Um, I would tell them that if they do have parents or family or somebody where they can at least I mean their spouse or if they don't have a spouse like me um, parents or a friend or someone that you can be quarantined with to be there to help you it's great because I mean having my parents around has been amazing especially since you know they want to hold him and help and do all these things but while I'm trying to take care of him or nurse him they make me my meals and they bring me my water and they make sure that I'm taken care of and they'll come help me in the middle of the night if he's crying and it's just to have someone there to help you is great because my friends had talked about doing a meal train and coming to visit Mm -hmm. and always having food and I was like what am I going to do if I have to cook for myself and take care of a newborn and I'm all alone so having someone there with you that you that is quarantined so you know that they don't have anything and you guys stick together and I think that's 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 the biggest thing. And if you're questioning whether or not something is safe to do, then don't do it. Um, always wear a mask. My pediatrician said I should be wearing a mask all the time to make sure I don't get anything because I have this newborn that I need to take care of. So just be extra careful mm-hmm. and be careful who you hang out with. <laughs> yeah. And like I said before, remember the positives that do come out of it. You don't have to worry about anyone's germs coming around you or your baby. Yeah. You get time to yourself with your baby. You don't have to worry about entertaining guests or feeling like you have to get up and get dressed and put makeup on. I mean, you can wear sweatpants all day if you want to. I walk around in my nursing bra and shorts or pants. And that's, you know, I wouldn't be able to do that if I had people coming over all the time. (laughs) I mean, it's true. These are moments you're never going to get back. And instead of having to worry about oh, this person said they wanted to come. When can they come? What's a good time to come? Like, you don't have to think about it. You can just be you, figure things out because, you you know, you're trying to fall into this new schedule and routine. I mean, everything is new and you get just this like uninterrupted time with your baby that you're never going to get back. So it's like, I think that's beautiful. I love that. I think it's that's definitely a, a positive that's come out of it. And, you know, you have FaceTime and I send pictures. And, yes, everybody wants to snuggle him. Oh, my God. I am, like, dying over here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it just feels so – I mean – I know because you haven't met we him We haven't in met person. him in person. And having had babies, like, you know that there's that short little period of time when they're just, like – they have that wrinkly little skin and it's all furry and they're so snuggly and sleepy. And Casey, you know – like she said, she's our older sister. She's in her 40s. She did this on her own. I mean, we've just been, That's he's a miracle baby. baby. Yeah. And it's just like, I just want to be there. Like, I just want to be a part of the quarantine with her. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fun. Auntie soon. I can't wait to meet him. <laughs> No, I think that's such great tips and suggestions. And thank you for sharing what you went through, because I think that will really help lots of other women out there. There's just so little known. It's already kind of an anxiety ridden time 
without the prospect mm-hmm. of giving birth right now. So I think if people right, can yeah. focus on the right. positive and I did want to say one thing because there is, like I said, so little known that there is a study group and they're following new moms and babies for one year just to see what the effects, if there's any of coronavirus, but that's the pregnancy uh. coronavirus outcomes registry where you can sign up for it and that way they can start accumulating data. Yeah. Oh, that is neat. Sign up for that. But no, seriously, the more positive people can be, the better for the baby. So all you expectant mamas, remember that. (laughs) Easier said than done, but it's so true. Yes. Yeah, you'll get through it. And it's going to be a story. It's going to be a story that that baby gets to tell its birth story. Yeah. Oh, and make sure to load up on ordering diapers and wipes. If you don't have it, have all your supplies, order them, get it delivered. Yes. So you do not have to go to the store. <laughs> yes. I think that's so important because like Morgan, I know you had, you had like, didn't you have like cooking mm-hmm. parties and you guys yep. just like cooked a bunch of food and froze it? I feel like that's a level of planning, but I feel like you almost have to plan even a step further now. Like you have to make sure that you're not just, you know, prepared for like those first couple weeks. Mm-hmm. You have to be prepared for like a month because you don't know how long this is going to last and just so that you don't so nobody true. has to leave the home you are truly quarantined with the baby um but yeah it takes a lot of prep yeah it does because i've been trying to order overnight diapers for charlie for four days now through target's delivery service and uh, i have not been able to get a window yet so yeah stock oh. up now people <laughs> Well, yeah, at least, I mean, Amazon's well, pretty had... good still. Amazon will Are get they? I might stuff. have to. Tomorrow's going to be yeah. my last day, and then I'm going to have to do something else, so. Amazon, and then with the boxes come in, we spray them with Lysol outside, wait, and then open them. <laughs> Casey takes it to a whole new level, folks. <laughs> oh, you she have really no idea. Does. I'm so extra cautious. It's not, if anything gets... <laughs> gets to me I will be shocked I will be Um, curious if having Hudson will lessen your germophobia or increase it oh gosh I know I'm interested in that too yeah so am I Well, shall we jump into mom fashion? I think we should. Casey, where do you want to fall in the in the order of mom fashions? You want to go first, second, or third? Um, I'll go first. Ooh, okay. We haven't had a guest go first yet. Love it. That way, there. If you guys have really good ones, I don't have to try to come up with something else. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Mine's not the greatest, so I think you're in the clear. Well, well, I mean, mine isn't just one particular episode, but... That's okay. So as I was saying that I was staying with my parents and I was... Well, I so that's what I did is I stayed with my parents for the first three weeks. Actually, I just came back to my own place last night, but it was great to be with them. We we had all that time together. Um, like I said, they got to spend all that time with Hudson. They helped me with everything, made money food, stuff like that. Well, what comes with it when you're with people 24-7 <laughs> is you're this new mom and you're trying to nurse and you're trying to see how much milk you're getting, Can you know, pumping or whatever mm-hmm. and so i will say that it's an embarrassment enough just walking around your parents house with your tits out and your dad right there <laughs> <laughs> it's you know up oh, he's hungry let's put him on the boob and dad comes yep. over and brings you breakfast and you're like hey <laughs> <laughs> And my, I don't know if this is typical of newborns, but he does not stay on the boob. Sometimes all of a sudden he just pulls his head away and I'm like, you know what? What's the point? Let's just have the boobs out. I mean, I've 
just walked around in my bra. Ready to go. Yeah. Just got over that Whole pretty quickly. Level. But I'll say that I never anticipated. I'm like, oh, I'm going to cover up. You know, I don't want my dad to see my mm-hmm. boobs. And then it's like, pfft, yeah. He's used to my sisters anyways. I mean, every, you know, but our, our other sister has three kids. Trisha has the one kid. So I think he's probably used to our boobs at this point. <laughs> <laughs> But man, it's it was that was a little rough in the Look beginning. Away. It's very uncomfortable. No, yeah. it's true. Very that was my disclaimer. People came to the hospital. I was like, you know what? I'm not covering up. You came here. I had a baby, so boobs out. I mean, yeah. it, you could see <laughs> yeah. some family members like, oh, okay, but yeah, yeah. It's like I, hospital... I, I is feeding my baby. Right. The hospital's <laughs> like massage your boobs, massage him while you're feeding him, squeeze your boobs yep. to give him extra milk. Do this, do that, oh, and I'm gosh. like, I just feel like a milk machine. And it's like, hey, dad. <laughs> doctor's orders i like it casey you're bringing me back (laughs) right the one time he came in and he's you know the baby's crying and he comes into the room he's like do you need any help and i was trying to do a new feeding position where you're laying on the bed and i was trying to lay on the bed and i was trying to position hudson and get my boob in his mouth and my dad walks in and i'm like hey well you need to talk to trisha because she had lots of crazy poses to get remy to take so talk to your sister yeah i did <laughs> i feel like she was describing something very similar at one point <laughs> i was just so yeah. tired i just wanted to lay yep. down <laughs> yep you will get through know, it right? mama. the things you'll do <laughs> you will all right all worth it trisha do you want to go you want me to go I, oh do you want me to mine's go? just so so but i feel like we all feel like that tonight so it really doesn't matter okay right. i'll go So I know I mentioned this to you, Morgan. So my mom fashion is that I've had to start saying no to Remy when she wants to nurse during the day. And it's hard. It's hard. It's hard for me, but it's, I think what's harder is to see her get so upset. Um, Yeah. But it's like, I'm not, I mean, I'm not even close to fully weaning yet, but I have to, for the sake of myself, (laughs) I have to say no once in a while because she'll literally nurse six times a day if she had her choice. And I have to say, okay, no, are you hungry? Do you want a snack? Do you want a drink? And I could always, in the past, I could kind of try and divert her attention to something else. But now the tantrums are starting. Oh, man. And she she just... poke 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 at my chest poke 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 and I'm like okay ouch first of all that's (laughs) (laughs) but I have to say you know it's not time for mama's milk right now and she just gets so upset and cries and so hard Trisha yeah yeah so and I'm like okay this isn't even like the major nursing sessions yet so but yeah so anyways step one and it's um it's hard. Sometimes I give in, like if I'm on the phone and I'm like, I, I, you know, I'm on FaceTime or something. I'm like, I, I just don't want to hear her cry yeah. or I don't want to deal. Like I'm just going to do it, which I try not to do. I don't want to give in, but yeah. Give her what she wants. She'll be happy. I but know. then you're like, oh, wait, this is not the direction we're supposed to be going. <laughs> right. Not the direction. And when I say no another time, she's going to be like, but why? You did it. You just did it yesterday. Exactly. <laughs> you have to stay strong. So, stay strong. <sighs> I know I am I am so anyways that's you know step one and and it's starting to turn into anger so that's always fun too that you're like okay you hate me now because (laughs) I'm not giving you what you want (laughs) 
No, wait, just, that's the thing is she just doesn't understand. Yeah. She doesn't exactly. understand. She's too little to comprehend. And communicate. And yeah. So during those times, that's when you should give her the whatever food she really likes that you don't like to give her too much. <laughs> you won't know, feel right? so like, bad. <laughs> entice her with like the good stuff. Oh, man. All right. So I guess I'm up. So yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> is it like a is it like a double one? I think no, it's so funny when no, you're like, oh, it's not that's a double, not even, and it's nowhere near <laughs> as good as last week. So, um, oh my god, what was last week's? Wait, I have to hear what last week's was. I didn't hear it. <laughs> I'll fill I'll fill you in when we get off. Okay, <laughs> okay, it's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> So my mom fashion this week is Charlie's nap. She's been taking pretty decent naps and about two and a half to three hours. I'll start checking the monitor because she doesn't really cry when she wakes up. It's just she hangs out in her room, like in her crib. And yeah, well, I've started taking full advantage of that this week. Uh, The times like from when I see she's awake to when I go get her has slowly been extending it's getting so bad i'm like oh she seems she seems content okay yeah i'm just gonna finish doing this it it went from like five minutes to 10 to 20 and i like i go into her room she's happy as can be when i finally get in there and like i said she's just hanging out playing like my cue is when she stands up if she's standing up looking around but otherwise she'll play with her stuffed animal but i am taking full advantage and getting an extra like 20 minutes of mama time so that's my mom fashion (laughs) i don't think there's anything wrong with that (laughs) me neither i think that's awesome i think that's a good sign too that she's kind of like entertaining herself yeah playing on her own i think it's great no there'll be a time i'll be like wait don't you want mama don't you want mama (laughs) (laughs) oh i know I, I can't leave Remy in there for too long or else, you know, a blind's going to come down or the humidifier is going to be on the floor and there's going to be a wet puddle. You'll have so. a mess to clean up. <laughs> I, I can't let it go too long. Yes. And she's oh, starting yeah, to climb. I'm so dreading I'm like that. Crib, oh, so man. I'm just waiting to oh, hear man. a thump. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Tornado Remy. <laughs> yes. Well, if you have your own stories you want to share with us, feel free to reach out to us. We are mom jeans and minivans at yahoo.com. And if you're loving us, find us anywhere you can listen to podcasts, share with a friend. That is the best form of flattery for us. Having you pass it along to a friend um, or leave us reviews on iTunes or iHeartRadio. We love it. Yeah. And you can find us on social media too. We are on Instagram and Facebook as Mom Jeans and Minivans. And we are also on Twitter at Mom Jeans and Men and the number one. Nailed it, Trisha. Nailed it. M-I-N-1. First time ever. (laughs) Well, thank you, Casey. Thank you. This has been so great and just interesting to hear how it differed and, you know, with COVID going on from your experience to what we experienced. So I'm sure so many people will find this helpful. I hope so. And you're doing so amazing and you're so strong and you're such an inspiration. So keep it up. Well, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Taking this time from your little man. So, yeah. Yes. Who's probably starving right now. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say. That makes two of us. So, (laughs) oh my God, Morgan, you need to eat dinner. (laughs) All right. So, 
on that note, I hope All everybody right. has a lovely evening. Yes. Well, until next time. Until next time. Ciao. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Bye.